I'm Scott Jennings, and today we're talking about video conferencing softwares. A quick review, executive summary. Many video conferencing softwares are in existence. Which one suits you best? Which ones are easiest to use? Well, here's one guy's opinion or opinions. What do these softwares do? Well, the concept is simple, right? It's holding a face-to-face meeting when the participants are down the hall, across town, or anywhere on the globe. And does it work? Yeah, it works. Participants, they're invited via an email link to a meeting, and then the participants use their laptop, even their phone, their tablet, or a desktop computer, which has a camera and or a microphone, and they're talking real-time to everyone else in the meeting. Some softwares even allow the uh, user or users to share their screen, and some softwares allow other people in the meeting to take over the screen of another person. You don't even have to attend from your computer. That's a good thing to mention because most of these softwares allow you to obviously attend using the camera or the mic inside your computer, or they provide a phone number and a PIN that you can just call in from the road. Do they work? Yep, they work pretty well. Sometimes the picture can be grainy or it pauses a little bit, or even the audio gets a little bit choppy, but overall it works well. And a lot of it has to do with your connection. You know, are you on Wi-Fi in a Starbucks? Are you on Wi-Fi in the house? Are you on an actual cable, a uh, cable of, you know, internet from your internet provider? It all depends on the connection you have. What does it cost? It's not very expensive, and oftentimes it's free. It's free when someone invites you. So if someone has one of these products, they invite you, you have to click on the link, and then you download the software on a computer, and then a couple minutes later, you're, you're rocking and rolling. The limitations on the free products, the ones that I've seen, you know, you'll, uh, you can use the product for free, but it's limited on the number of people you can have in the meeting and or limited on the amount of time you can actually use the software. So maybe you're limited to three people in a meeting and 40 minutes. So at minute 41, click, it just goes off. Can I use this technology for large meetings? Yep. These softwares, they come with a a chat box. So if everyone's in the meeting, you have the ability to type a message to sometimes just a one person in the meeting, maybe the facilitator, the person who set up the meeting. But some softwares actually allow you to type a message to a certain person in the meeting. So if there's 10 people in the meeting, you can go to the chat box and drop down and choose Susie. And you can send Susie a private message, you know, hey, do you have that particular worksheet? Can you pull it out and and open it up to page three or whatever it may be. Which one should I use? So I've used several of them, and my opinions vary. So I would say in the order of preference, if you will, here's my list. I'm a Google guy. I have Gmail, like anything else. This is like buying a car, right? Every car has a pro and con, so some are fast, some are slow, some are comfortable, some aren't. They're all different, but as far as my order, Google video conferencing, that is my choice because I'm in Google. I'm in Gmail. If you're in Gmail and you use the Google Calendar, you can set up a meeting in your calendar. Just set up the meeting automatically in the calendar invite. It comes with a a pre-assigned conference uh, website address and link. So when you set up a meeting, you know, set up meeting with Joe on Tuesday at 2 o'clock, it automatically comes with a link. Uh, you and the person you're sending the calendar invite to can click on the link and then automatically it just opens up the software and allows you to video conference with your friend. It doesn't have great um, screen takeover capabilities, so you can see each other's screen, no problem. Sharing your screen, it's easy to do, but as far as taking over your friends 
other participants' computer. Uh, not available, at least on the product we use. I'm sure it's coming, but uh, we don't have that right now. That's my favorite. Easy to use and uh, inexpensive if you buy the business product or, or flat out free. Zoom, very popular. Uh, it's popular in business settings and personal settings. We ended up buying it and I think it costs $15 a month. You can turn it off whenever you want. Even my elderly parents and my uncle, uh, they can all use the product. So if they can use it, probably you can too. WebEx, very popular with my larger clients. Just works well, easy to use. GoToMeeting, I have a client who insists that we use this product. I don't care for it. Uh, they've asked me to use it as a host to other meetings, and it's just not simple enough for me. It has a lot of bells and whistles, which I'm just not a big bells and whistles guy. I just want to open it, use it, and close it. But I haven't had a lot of success with it yet, just trying to get my microphone and my camera to work with confidence. I just have, maybe because I haven't used it a lot, but as of now, I... GoToMeeting has not been my go-to. Lastly is Skype. Large product and one of the first on the market forever ago, but with Skype, it embeds itself. I mean, once you download it, it embeds itself in your computer and it's hard to remove. And then you get these daily you know, invites. Oh, we'll keep you connected to Skype so you won't miss any messages. Well, I, I don't care. I don't need to see that. I'll open you Skype when I need you. The pop-ups can be annoying. I can't get rid of the software and uh, you see a lot of Fortune 500 type companies using it. I, I just don't care for it. It's last on my list. My story. With the arrival of COVID-19, I'm on video conferencing daily. And I'm even Zooming with my parents on Saturdays. Um, I didn't mention it before, but there are personal products you can use. Like my parents also have an iPhone. And you can easily call your contacts in your phone list using FaceTime. FaceTime is um, most easily used as a one-to-one you know, communication tool with someone. So I can call up a friend. Instead of calling them on my phone, there's another button there which says FaceTime. So you can FaceTime your friend and you can automatically, um, you know, use that that face-to-face screen technology. It is good for construction sites if you want to. I was on a job last week, called up a friend out of my iPhone contacts list because I needed help walking a waterline job. Called him, said, uh, hey friend, can I show you the job? Switched over to FaceTime real quick and walked the job with him for five minutes. And uh, he walked a job which was 2,500 miles away from his home and, and helped me with that. That was super convenient if you do international calling. Uh, I like to use Line. That is a product, uh, L-I-N-E, which you can use with. Uh, it's big in Japan and Korea. If you have friends over in the Far East, you can uh, use it with them with ease. Very reliable. That's all I got. Work safe. Work safe.